0: Hey, We've titled this service Awake My Soul and it's a really weird phrase, kind of deep if you will because we all understand I think this word soul, it's that Inner part of you—it's that part that really comes alive when you hear that song that moves you and gives you the goosey bumps. It's It's that inner part of you. It's not your body being moved; it's the inner part of you being moved. It's that part of you that moves when you hear a sad story and you feel someone else's pain. It's that inner part of you. It's that that part of you that gets really, really excited when there's a when there's a fresh hope on the horizon and something good is about to happen. You come alive. There's something on the inside of you. It's your soul. I like to wrap it up like this. It's your mind, your will and your emotions. They're the things that combine together that actually cause your body to function and make decisions and create habits which actually produce life. But it starts on the inside. And I appreciate that's quite deep for Christmas. But I think it's time we got deep because it's life-changing. You know, at Christmas, we obviously celebrate the birth of Jesus. That's the whole point. And I love it because it's the time of year when we all get presents. I love birthdays, particularly love my birthday. I love birthdays because someone gets presents. But at Christmas, we all get presents. And it's to mark this idea that God gave his best gift to us at this time. And it's in Jesus and I hope that this year we can look at it slightly differently that it's not just a baby in a manger that's ah and sweet but it's actually life-changing and powerful you know Jesus comes and he's, he's empowered to make a difference in our world and what I love about him is that he breaks open our thought processes we can see possibilities in living with Jesus that we won't find anywhere else have a look at this passage with me in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Can you see this element of outrageous? You know, we can't even think how good it's going to be. You might have great thoughts about what your life might look like, but when you get God in the middle of it, he says, you can't even think how good it's going to be when I unpack what I've got for you. There's this element of outrageous, and it's wrapped up in this gift of Jesus. So if we believe in heaven, and I believe that the vast majority of people do believe in heaven, we surely then believe in the God of heaven. But do you know what the God of heaven says about you? You know, he's so into you. And I want you to grab a hold of that as you hear this message today. Let me read you this passage in Psalms 139 and verses 13 and 14. It says this For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know it full well. Here's the reality. God made you brilliant. You know, I, I love this idea of God made you fearfully. It's like he's taking time over you. You're in the womb and he's, he's putting great things in you. I, I just love this picture of, of God making someone and going, hey, Hey, Jesus, come and look at this one. I've made an absolute belter here. Look at this. This, this person's going to be awesome. This person's going to run like the wind. I'm going to put in them the ability to sprint and they're going to love it and come alive when they use their gift. And then there's this other one, Jesus. Look at this other one. There's this other one. And, and they're going to be gifted in the medicine world. They're going to understand chemicals and how they work in the body and they're going to have the gift to be able to bring healing to someone through medicine. They're going to thrive in it and become known for it. They're going to be brilliant. God gets excited as he puts stuff in the inside of me and the inside of you. There's another one, Jesus. Look at this one. This one's going to be able to teach. I've given them the gift of communication and they're going to unpack things to people and it's going to make them go, oh, I understand it now because you told me. And I've put that in that person right from the beginning here we are all brilliant and all different but there's something that comes against us there's the pressures we live under in these and what's that pressure doing It's coming in on us and pushing down that inner person in us and it's putting pressure on it and making it smaller and smaller and smaller and here's the sad thing under that pressure so many people break and when we break what do we do we go into protection mode we close up a little bit we close down just because it's best for us to keep ourselves to ourselves and in it all what is happening we're losing the very person God created us to be the one that he was excited about as he created us in the womb and those gifts and those hopes and those dreams he put in us are all there and the pressures coming in and squashing the life out of us and in it all I think there's somewhere a deep longing just to be ourselves Maybe you experienced that. Maybe in a pause of a deep moment like this, you can think, wow, do you know what? When I think of the pressures in my life, am I who I really want to be? Am I living the life I really hope for? Am I flourishing? Am I happy? And I hope the answer is yes, but I think for many people, the answer is no. Why do we want to be like that? Why do we want to let ourselves out? Shall I tell you why? Because God made us that way he puts something special on the inside of you and when it keeps getting squashed down, it's frustrating and people become disappointed and disillusioned. But I want to say this, enter Jesus and here's where life gets exciting. You know, Jesus at this time we look at as a baby in a manger but his mission was to come and connect humanity back with his father so that we could come alive again. His goal is to awaken the inside of you, awake your very soul So that you could be the best version of you. That you could be happy and you could flourish and you could have the best life for you. Look at this. This is Jesus' mandate in Luke chapter 4 and verses 18 and 19. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind. To set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Here is Jesus' mandate. Jesus' mandate is to step into people's lives who are struggling and get the bonds off them, the pressure off them, set them free. Why? So you can be the best version of you you were supposed to be when God created you. That's Jesus' mandate. He's empowered from heaven to come and make your world better, allow you to be you, awaken up to the best version of yourself. And we see stories of this in God's word in the Bible. And there's this man called Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus was a tax collector. In fact, he was a chief tax collector. He was very successful. And it doesn't say this particularly in the Bible, but you can read between the lines and maybe imagine how it might have been. Zacchaeus would have gone on years of training training in his accountancy, training in his numbers, training in tax law and all these things and during that time there is no question he would have studied with his peers other people looking to do the same job they would have been mentored by people who had done it before them and this is what happened he became greedy he became super successful and he became super wealthy why? because he overtaxed people he developed this wealthy life by making other people poor and they hated him but I wonder where that all started did it start I wonder in the classroom listening to someone who'd already done it did it start with the peers saying oh I tell you what we could make a great life for ourselves here and put in that environment the pressure to conform came on Zacchaeus was that who he was supposed to be but there was this time where Jesus was walking through the town where Zacchaeus lived And Zacchaeus was keen to see Jesus. And I wonder why. This guy who's super wealthy, super successful, got the trappings the world can offer, is desperate to see Jesus. That suggests to me there was something on the inside of him that just wondered, is there something more than this? And he climbs a tree so that he could see Jesus amongst the crowd. And Jesus comes up to him and he stops and he looks at Zacchaeus and said, Zacchaeus, could I have a meal with you? in a world of a man like me so Jesus had a meal with Zacchaeus one meal and in that meal he didn't judge Zacchaeus he didn't tell him off he didn't wag the finger at him he encouraged him he pressed the buttons in his world that caused the very inside of the man to come alive he awoken his soul in effect and I want to show you the result of that one encounter with Jesus changed a man's world look at this Luke chapter 9 and verse 8 but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord look Lord here and now I give half my possessions to the poor and if I have cheated anybody out of anything I will pay back four times that amount can you see it here's this man full of greed here's this man full of wealth here's this man who is hated by everything and yet he encounters the one who is empowered by heaven to break the chains off of him and let him be who he was always supposed to be and what's the result he cares for the poor I'm gonna give half my possessions to the poor inside him was this man who cared but it had got pressured in and died and Jesus brought it back to life he looked at the people he had cheated and he said I don't just want to give back what I took from you I want to give four times there was a generous man on the inside of Zacchaeus and it came alive in him When he encountered Jesus, I believe maybe in one encounter with Jesus, he went from a zero to a hero. From the guy that everyone hated to the guy that everyone loved. Imagine you are struggling in debt and and poverty stricken and suddenly this man you hated said, I know I've I've robbed you, I'm sorry. Here's four times back. Suddenly you go from zero to wealth in one moment. Now everyone loves Zacchaeus. Can you see it? There's this encounter, not with this baby in a manger, but with this man who was empowered from heaven to bring freedom to people's lives. Even the cheat, even the robber, even the guy who seems horrible. He sees what's on the inside of them and there was goodness there. And he woke it up in a conversation and changed his world. Can you see it? And I think at this time my hope is could we look at ourselves what have we become what pressures are we under in this world that maybe is just preventing us either entirely or a little bit from being the very person God created us to be and here's this thing when we start behaving as the person God created us to be do you know what it does it brings us in a peace that you can't find anywhere else it brings us a hope That you can't find anywhere else as we encounter and walk with jesus it gives us a hope for eternity that you can't find anywhere else you see jesus is empowered from heaven to break us out of the figurative chains that have got on us you know the chains of hurt the chains of depression the chains of sickness the the chains of poverty the chains of broken relationships that have squashed us and pushed us in and jesus has come to me Because I've been empowered by heaven to set you free and let that person you were always supposed to be come alive. Awaken your very soul, which will cause you to have a different outcome in your life. So here's my question. Is this Christmas the time you have an encounter with Jesus? Is this Christmas the time where you drop your guard and say, Okay, I've been through a lot. I'm willing to see it different. Jesus, could I have a meal with you? I hear about this Zacchaeus and I want to encourage you because the Bible said Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever and so the stories we read in the Bible could very well be the stories that happen to us right now because it's the same Jesus he's here by his spirit and he says if you allow me in by my spirit I will come in and set you free from all the things that have squashed you and destroyed your lives and your hopes it just requires a yes let me finish with this verse here in Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 4 and 5. But because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ. Even when we he says, let me in, I'm not here to tell you off. I've got grace for you and I want to lift you up and see you happy and flourishing. So this Christmas, could it be different for you? if you feel stirred in any way, can I encourage you to reach out to someone in your world who's a Christian and have a conversation with them? Could I encourage you to pray a prayer and say, Lord, you're welcome here. I need to encounter you. Could I encourage you to attend a church service and get to know some of the people in that church? I promise you with some authority here that it will change your world for the better, that that thing on the inside of you that is bursting to break out will come alive because that was Jesus' mandate, not to judge you, but to set you free so you could have the fullest life. So I say, awake my soul and sing because Jesus loves me and he loves you. I pray that you have an awesome, awesome Christmas, that you're blessed and your family are blessed. I just want to take one moment to pray for you and then we're going to listen to this awesome song from our worship team. Father, just thank you for every amazing person that's tuned into this message. Bless them, I pray, in Jesus' name. I pray for every person, they could have a fresh and a new revelation of who you are and how you view them. That there is greatness on the inside of each of us. You made us all different on purpose. And it breaks your heart to see us being squashed and bound. But thank you that you sent Jesus to set us free from these things, that we could come alive in Christ. So you're welcome.